Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Dr. Mohan Ananda. He's a scientist, a lawyer, a serial entrepreneur, and author, and he likes helping people succeed at business. I have Ed Samuel. He's a career coach at Sam Nova, helping mid to senior level leaders get to a better place, whether they are working or in transition. And I have Terry Hill, who is the co-creator of the Emerging Entrepreneurs Academy, where they are introducing high school students to entrepreneurship and business ownership. The question I have for you today, what do you do when someone doesn't respond with the details you need to either do or finish a project? Mohan, would you kick us off? Sure. I mean, this has happened to me a number of times. So I'm kind of familiar with uh, uh, whether you're working for a customer or you're working inside an organization. You have assigned certain things and there are certain input you have to get from them. Mm -hmm. I think that my approach is when somebody does not respond, I try to make a connection. Mm. Call them up see whether they they will connect of course sometimes the reason they don't give the information is they want to show some form of a control i am not saying that's always but that could be a, a reason so what uh, i do i try to reach out to them kind of a gentle persuasive of course if you can't really get then i have to find somebody who is knowledgeable in that area and a third party in a sense mm. and try to get that because any project there is a timeline mm -hmm. there are certain requirements you have to do you have to complete it and depending upon whether who is funding or how is there is so it's a function of each one has to be taken uh, according to its needs if you are really good at it you can get the the, the information you need but if not you have to make up and start finishing the project. So that's my experience, but you can't generalize it. You have to look at it on a case by case. That's mm. the experience. Okay. Terry, what do you think? It's interesting. So I'm listening and I'm going, yeah, I agree. First of all, I think it depends on the types of project that you're working on or what it is and who you're working with in that project. So anytime I've, I've, had the opportunity to do project director or project management, I always, first of all, provide a timeline to all participating parties so that they know when their responsibilities are, who's responsible for what and when I, what the deadlines are. So those are all out there. Um, so that senior level, people know it as well as the people who may need to be the, the providers of the details so that we, all, we are all on the same page. I will do the same thing, I'll pick up a phone. If an email is not the, the best uh, way to get communicate, I don't get any kind of answer, I will call on the phone. I'll drop by if I can physically be there mm -hmm. to get the answer. And if I cannot get it from the person that's required, I will go up the chain. Mm. Especially if it's a team and there's a senior executive that is kind of spearheading this initiative and they've kind of you know defaulted, like here's my team, now you gotta go get the information from them and they're not participating, I will go back to the senior executive and say, hey, you know, you, you said you needed this timeline. This is a timeline we agreed to, and I've been unable to get answers from your team. So what can we do together to kind of get this to work? Maybe there's somebody else that can provide it, or maybe you just need to have a conversation with them and make this a priority, because it could be that they didn't prioritize it for them as well. Mm -hmm. Ed, what's your experience? Well, you know, this just happened to me yesterday on something fairly easy. There's a project and I asked two questions 
you know, will we have electricity and how long are the tables? And the person sent me a note back immediately. Yes, we will have electricity. And that was it. <laughs> then I thought that, okay, well, and I just looked at it and I kind of stared at it, right? I sent back a note and how long are the tables? Question mark. And the person sent me back a note immediately, six foot, right? So sometimes it doesn't have to be overly complicated. But, you know, the one thing I learned over the years now is that I give people more the benefit of the doubt than I used to. Early mm -hmm. on, oh, I was like a, an ogre. Oh, what's wrong with these people? And, and I know the person I sent yesterday, a lot's going on to sit for this big event happening on Tuesday. He's probably rushed. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I shoot him a quick note back. And now if he didn't respond, then I'd say, okay, what's plan B? And I think Terry Mohan said, you know, do I pick up the phone? You know, uh, today you could send a text message. Hey, mm. I sent you a note. I need, really need this answer. And again, different people are, you know, at different places. And, and I try to respect that. But I think history of people is important too. If I'm working with somebody and I know they don't respond, to one question, let alone four, I'm not going to put eight questions in the email because I won't even get a response for the first question because I know I have to go about it differently. They're not that type of person. I actually have to call them, talk to them. That's their comfortable way of working with people. Who the people are, you have to kind of make judgment calls. I really try to you know, think it through and give people the benefit of the doubt because sometimes they don't get back and there's some really valid reasons. And mm. sometimes uh, there's not, right? Uh, those are a couple of my thoughts. Yeah, I loved, uh, Mohan, your point that sometimes it's about control where people are actively withholding information. I th I've definitely seen that in the corporate world. I was just brought in to uh, help a board of directors because they're not making progress. And I sat in on the first meeting today and I realized they're not making progress because they're talking about what needs to be decided, but nobody's actually deciding. In the chat, I was like, who's responsible for making that decision? I got crickets. And I'm like, okay. So I think part of it to your point, Terry, people need to know what their responsibilities are, what their timeline is and who's making the decisions. I think a lot of times you end up in a situation where people don't go back to you because they don't feel like it's their decision to make. Yeah. In my experience, I have seen in certain cases, the people, those who don't respond has some personal reasons, something outside of the work. So I often talk to them to help them out and solve their, or try to solve, not solve, at least assist them. And that changes uh, the whole relationship because it's all human beings, you know, especially in a, in a, in a large uh, environment or group, different people have different uh, problems could that come. So you have to be aware of it rather than getting angry. So you have to mm -hmm. go through that process before you do whatever needs to be. Yeah. The human connection is so important. And that level back when we all used to work in the same office and you could legit like get on the elevator and just go to somebody's office and be like, Hey, I need some help here. I think that was so much easier than now where you have to use technology to reach out to people because they're probably in a different time zone and they may even be sleeping when you're working. Global thing, you know, like I work with people in Singapore or in India, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's not easy to reach them because the time issue comes in. However, you have to make that attempt and even, you know, like if they are in the daytime, you have to do it in the nighttime, you have to be available. Sometimes you have to take that initiative. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to say every once in a while too, uh, you're asking a person to do something. They don't know what to do. And I think it's a really good thing to say to them, do you need help um, 
because they may have a roadblock and they're embarrassed to tell you, or they're not sure what to do. My presumption is they're not doing it. And then there's another assumption is maybe they don't, they don't know. And when you ask that person, can I help you answer those questions with you? Is there some help that you need? And you do it in a genuine way, not a, you know, kind of a put down way, just a real genuine way. I think people really like, and they might say, you know what? I'm glad you asked. I'm not even sure what you're asking me, or I'm not sure who to even go to. So I think asking that question kind of can alleviate some of it, not all of it, but some of it. Mm -hmm. I love what you said, the clarity of, of our communication to, to the person when we're asking, right? Their, what their level of understanding is. And I'm thinking even just the simplicity of the formatting of the email, right? Having the questions be like bullet points or numbered one, two, three, four. So like, here are the questions I need you to answer so that they're listed and not in a paragraph form. Because when they're in the paragraph form, they'll be overlooked or they'll be missed and they won't quite read. People don't read anything mm -hmm. anymore. So making it easy. And Ed, when you were talking about, you know, where their comfort level is communication, my husband, he's not sitting at a computer typing and typing is not his superpower by any stretch mm. of the imagination. So the easiest way to get an answer from him is to call him. It's done. Mm. But if you're expecting him to sit there and type, it, you may be waiting uh, much longer for an, an answer. I generally, when I interface with people, instead of asking them, I tell them these are the possible way to do the thing. Which one would you prefer? So that they have to say yes or no, rather than actually answer. And that would kind of help to, you know, it, it depends upon the specific area, but that is something I employ and that has worked. It's much easier. Then they don't need to really think that much. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. One thing we don't have time to get into, because that is our 10 minutes, is when do you pull the plug? When do you just say, okay, they're not going to give it to me. I need to go somewhere else. But we don't have time to talk about that. So thank you so much for doing this with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.